adulting. Thinking of all the things adults have to do can be intimidating. Maybe you are realizing just how much you don't know about living on your own. If this sounds familiar, join us today to learn the skills you need and take some of the stress out of being an adult. This is Grown Up You, an adulting podcast to help you navigate the twists and turns of adult life. Listen and get life skills you didn't learn in school. Welcome to the first episode of our Grown Up You podcast. I'm Rachel Cheney. I am the Yale County Family and Consumer Science Agent and I'm with the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture Cooperative Extension Service. And today we're going to be talking about starting college or maybe starting your first uh, job. And, you know, maybe you're nervous about that. And if you are, that's okay. I hope you'll keep listening. Uh, We've definitely been there. Uh, Here with me is Pamela Luker, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. I'm Pamela Luker, and I'm the Family and Consumer Science Agent for Polk County. Yeah, so we have definitely been there, and during this podcast, we are going to share some tips to make transition from high school to college or to your first job a little easier if you'll keep them in mind and put them in place. Hopefully, they'll uh, help you out. Um, As someone who I'm kind of more of a traditional uh, student, if you look at it that way, I was uh, graduated college, I mean, sorry, graduated high school and went on to college. Um, I actually went to the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, uh, got my bachelor's, and then um, right out of college, got a job with Extension, actually, and I've been with them for nine years, um, but I moved to an area that I didn't know anyone, um, so I definitely understand the nerves. That was definitely a, a, probably the scariest for me, uh, fresh out of college, moving to somewhere where I didn't know uh, very many people, uh, and then, uh, you know, I got my master's while working, so I understand juggling your time, too, with that. But uh, Pam, you had a little little different background than what I did, right? Yeah, so my experience was more of a non-traditional um, experience so for a college student. So I actually, not too long after I graduated high school, I went into a career and moved out of state and just... Um, started fresh and had to had to learn some of these things as I went. And I wish I had someone to, to tell me some of these pointers. But um, in my like 20s, I went back to school and got my bachelor's degree and then later my master's degree. And I actually switched a career path. So hopefully um, my experience as well as Rachel's a little bit of different experience can help you guys, whether you're getting a new job just starting out, or if you're starting college uh, for the first time. Yes, yes. So uh, we've got two different experiences here. So we're going to share with you three tips for uh, maybe getting started. And hopefully these will be helpful to you. Uh, Definitely, if you've been there, done that, and you want to share your experiences, use the hashtag GrownUpYou. You can follow us on social media and share with us what you've learned um, and what are some things, tips that you would like to share or your own experiences or maybe how this has helped you. So our tips for getting started is to get social, be engaged, 
and manage your time wisely. Uh, you know, Pam, if you don't mind, tell us what we mean by getting social. All right. Sure, Rachel. So what we mean actually uh, by getting social is actually putting your phone down. And I know that's hard for some of us these days, but put your phone down and start talking face to face with other people. As soon as you start college or maybe even your new job, make it a point to introduce yourself to other students or your coworkers. You might have to get out of your comfort zone. And remember, first impressions matter. So if you're not putting that phone down and talking face to face and having that um, interaction, that can really be a, a negative experience at your first job or with your first college professor. So make sure that you are putting that phone down and getting that face-to-face -face interaction. Also, let the other person talk and listen to what they are saying. Um, become involved in um, on campus, in your office, in professional groups and activities. So that's really important because um, especially I know with, with work, it if you don't become involved, um, you might not make it. I know um, even on campus, I've, I noticed that some, some students who uh, didn't go out of their way to try to um, see what was going on or, or speak to the professor, especially whenever they were having trouble with something, they didn't seem to last and make it through to, to get their goal, which is, you know, their degree or in the office, they didn't stick around um, as long. So also in an office situation, make sure you're avoiding those slackers. I know most of us have been in that situation and we know after a few days exactly who those slackers are. So you don't want to get that reputation and you don't want that to rub off on you. Instead, what you can do is you can find a mentor and as you grow in your job, um, you can also become a newbie's mentor. So learn who those leaders are and get to know them. Find out what the social media policy is and the dress code is for your campus or your company. Because I know that um, this can get you in trouble if you don't know the social media policy or dress code. You don't want that um, negative reputation. And as you become more comfortable around campus or in your new job, make sure you're willing to help out or volunteer when needed. Put in the work and effort from the beginning and you will be rewarded later. Those are a few tips that I have on getting social. Rachel, is there anything that you've experienced you might want to add? Yeah, uh, just to kind of uh, add to what you had already mentioned uh, is, uh, you know, becoming involved in your campus office and in professional groups or activities is really important. It may seem like it's not at first, but it, it helps you in the long run. As far as college goes, that professional group uh, may have alumni that can help you when looking for a job. Because uh, I keep hearing the thing, it's not sometimes what you know, it's who you know. And so networking is super important. Uh, I know in our organization, we have professional associations that we can be a part of that help us um, 
in our career as we go. It helps with getting promoted uh, because we can get awards for different things that we do. And a lot of times jobs have that as well. Um, different jobs have different kind of things that you can do, but even just those birthday parties or different stuff like that, it may seem kind of like, oh, I have to go to another party, but I mean, it's also cake. Who doesn't love cake? But I think um, it's very important to have those interactions, that networking opportunity, uh, get to know the people you work with, or that if you're in a dorm, go into some of the dorm activities that they have. If you're new and don't really know anybody at the college, uh, maybe joining a sorority or fraternity. I mean, there's different things you can do to get social. Uh, and one thing also to add on the social media policy and dress code, you know, social media is a part of our life. Um, it's something we have that will always be around. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying trying to be a social media police or anything like that. Um, but I will say people will check you out. So as someone who was fresh out of college, uh, joining Extension, I remember thinking back, um, the administrative assistant said, we tried to find you on Facebook to get to know you before you started. And so that first impression, they actually already had a first impression of me based off of my social media. And um, not to say that uh, that's really all I have for Get Social. The next one's be engaged. So uh, are we talking about someone getting a ring? Is that what this is, Pam? <laughs> no, we are not talking about Beyonce putting a ring on it. Um, <laughs> so what we mean is know your assignments. You want to be engaged in your work. Write down everything. Uh, in a new job, ask for a copy of your job description. Uh, on campus or in your new job, uh, learn everything you can about what's expected of you. You want to identify resources that are available. Take every training opportunity that is offered. I know whenever I first started, um, that was some advice that I think, Rachel, you may have even given me is to get out there, one, to be social, learn, learn who... Um, who everyone was within extension, but also to take the training opportunities whenever they become available because they can benefit you. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, ask for clarif uh, clarification, but whenever you do that, you are showing that you're interested and you're engaged. So for me, it makes me feel like someone really cares about their job and wants to, wants to do a good job. It also helps you not to make assumptions. So Rachel, I know you gave me some good advice whenever I started on, the, on that. Do you have any additional that you'd like to add? Yeah, I, I will just say, and taking those training opportunities is a great way to get to know people. So it's a great way to kind of tick off the uh, checklist of getting social because uh, sometimes those trainings will have networking opportunities at them. So you want to be involved in those and having those certificates uh, look good on your resume for other jobs. If maybe if this is just a stepping stone to something else uh, for college, you know, as a as someone who was doing the trainings and teaching, I always felt good when someone would ask a question because it meant that they were listening. So be engaged in class, ask questions afterwards, uh, take advantage of those office hours that they give you. Um, 
because I've heard a lot of teachers say, you know, they'll wait to the last minute as in trying to get their grade up or whatever. And that teacher maybe has never heard of you. Um, and so it's really important to make those relationships and be engaged in class, uh, drop by and visit them at their office hours, ask for those clarifications. And just something I've seen in this job uh, is, you know, a lot of times the people who maybe didn't last as long or uh, chose to leave extension or was because they didn't try to be engaged. They didn't ask questions when they needed help. Um, and a lot of times people aren't going to just hold your hand. They're going to expect you to be a self-starter. They're not going to micromanage you. I mean, and you may have that in some cases, but at least in our job, we don't have that. And so you kind of have to make that step to ask the question. So our next tip is going to be manage your time wisely. So Rachel, we know college professors and employers expect you to be on time. Can you tell us um, a little bit about how we can make that happen? Yes, I can. And I will tell you, this is one area I have to work on myself. So I think everybody can do a little better time of managing their time. And you want to just plan ahead, think about what you've got going on and give yourself plenty of time in the mornings. Um, you know, there's always going to be something that's going to happen uh, that you want to allow time for in the morning to get there. Um, you know, getting ready, driving to campus, finding a parking spot, at morning traffic of the commute and there's a wreck. I mean, there's so many things that can happen. So uh, definitely think about that. Be aware of the plan planning fallacy, uh, which states that you will probably need more time than you think you will. That's something I need to remember for sure. When planning your class schedule or work schedule, ask yourself if you're an owl or a rooster, which what this means is when do you have the most energy? Is it in the morning or in the afternoon? Now, for myself, I am definitely not a rooster. I'm an owl. I have always been a night owl, um, and I definitely have more energy and productivity in the afternoon. So a lot of times I kind of plan that, and I just know mornings is not good for me. Um, and I think me and Pam are complete opposites in this, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So in the morning, I'm ready to go. I want, I want it. I accomplish most of my task early in the day. Um, but by nighttime, that energy is gone. And um, just for example, um, Rachel and I work a lot together. We actually work well together. But one thing that we've learned is I'm a rooster. She's an owl. So when we work together, we've learned we have to do it kind of midday, like right now. Um, we're doing, you know, recording our podcast and it is the middle of the day because it works out for both of us. But if I were to ask Rachel to um, get on with me and let's get some work going at eight in the morning, she may be calling me about 8.15, telling me, hey, you need to set that time back a little. Yes, yes. I have. A, I definitely need coffee in the morning to get me going. Um, but uh, I mean, I can do it if I have to, but I just know I'm better um, in the afternoons, but um, which is very opposite of a lot of people. I'm just getting you know, getting things done and checking things off and where so, some people hit that 2 p.m. lull and 
uh, tiredness, I'm like, let's go, let's get started. Um, so I just know that going in. And I think that's very important, important to think about. Researchers actually call this our circadian rhythm, a 24 hour internal clock running in the background of our brain that cycles between alertness and sleepiness. Uh, so do your most important work when you have the most energy. This could be the same with class schedule, thinking about that. Uh, and I will tell on myself, I thought because I went to high school and we were eight, to, had to be there at eight o'clock, that I could do a college eight uh, o'clock class or seven. I think it was actually even 730 class. And of course, my parents uh, laughed at me because they know me well and said, there's no way that's going to work. And they were right. It was uh, very hard for that semester. And let's just say I never did an eight o'clock class again. You know, with that, when you're multitasking, you want to take small task first, tackle those small tasks. I know we throw around that word multitasking, but studies have found that deeply focusing on a single task at a time can be uh, more helpful and 500% more productive. So Pomodoro technique. Yeah, so this was really interesting uh, looking this up. It's a time management method uh, developed by Francisco Cirillo, and I will probably say his name wrong, but I highly recommend you look into this uh, technique. It was developed in the late 1980s, and this technique uses a timer to break work into intervals, traditionally 25 minutes in length, length separated by short breaks. Each interval is known as a pomodoro, which is the Italian word for tomato, after the tomato-shaped kitchen timer uh, that's really used as a university student. So uh, I think that's a really neat technique to try. I'm definitely going to plan to try it myself, and I'll keep you posted on how it goes. But uh, I know it's something in a way I do. Uh, once I, I have a little to-do list, once I mark something off, I take a little break because that's something. Uh, definitely give yourself a little reward for getting through whatever you need to do on your checklist. I can uh, definitely see how I can benefit from it. Um, I know that sometimes during the day, I'll just take a little break and I'll go and take a walk around the block or something. And I feel so much more focused when I come back. So um, I haven't tried the 25 minute, but that's a good, good little tip. I appreciate that, Rachel. I'm going to try it myself. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm, I kind of can get hyper-focused, so I get maybe too into whatever task I'm working on, um, so that 25-minute timer can help me with maybe my procrastination and uh, putting things off where it just says it's just 25 minutes, um, or also it can help me wrap up things because you get too involved in something, maybe you keep working on it, like a paper or something, keep fine-tuning it, giving you that timer um, helps you with that deadline too. Uh, and according to sleep researcher Nathan Kleetman, our minds naturally crave breaks after every 90 minutes of intense work. Uh, so that's very important to think about. Uh, and especially, you know, in a job, you may not get set breaks. Um, I, I, know, I know our job doesn't have that. And so uh, scheduling breaks for yourself is very important uh, when thinking about the different tasks that you have to do in the day. 
You can use your phone to save time by setting up reminders in your calendar. I actually have on my calendar at work, it had this option to set up different things. And so it has like a focus time uh, where it gives me kind of a reminder. Here's a two hour window to just focus. And then I actually has one on checking emails. So that way I can like turn off my emails because that's a distraction that I have. Um, and so that's something you could look at too, is setting up that in your calendar. Uh, and I set reminders. If I, I have to write things down, that's one thing I have to have my calendar and Pam knows this. If I don't have my calendar where I can write something down, I'm more than likely going to forget it. So, uh, a lot of times if I don't write it in my calendar, if you look at my phone, my reminders have stuff that I've thought about that I need to do for the next day. Um, and I love to-do list. And so uh, to-do list tells you what uh, to do, but a schedule is going to tell you when you're going to do it. And then checklists can be useful to help you check off tasks and think about what other tasks you need to accomplish. So you can kind of do a combination where you start with that checklist and then figure up what you need to do for that week and then set it in your schedule when to do it. I know Pam talked about we set, she set time to block off for recording this uh, session and put it in her uh, schedule to block off uh, for recording and editing, right? So uh, it's definitely something you've used and I know I've used. I love getting to mark things off of my checklist. I feel a little bit of a accomplishment when I do that. But uh, definitely prioritize your checklist. And this is something I need to work on is sometimes I do things that maybe aren't as important, uh, but it's tasks I know I can complete easily. And I some tasks are just too daunting. But it's important to get in there and do it. Um, don't just keep putting it off. And I'm saying this to myself. <laughs> Learn to be organized so that you can stay focused when necessary. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Or when you can delegate. Uh, if you have the option to delegate your time or if you maybe you're starting a new job and you are over people, uh, don't feel like you have to tackle it all yourself, uh, you know, delegate it out. Or uh, we work as a team here in my office and uh, some things we do together. And so I work with my uh, coworkers to figure that out. Me and Pam work together on a lot of things and uh, try to figure out who's doing what and talk about it uh, when we're getting ready to do something. Uh, identify your time wasters and limit those distractions. Maybe it's text messages, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I know uh, you can be on TikTok for hours and not realize it. Uh, so is it something that can wait until after work or class? So putting away those distractions. I know some people turn off their emails when they're at work and only check it at a certain time. So they kind of let you know you're not going to get if you're needing something immediate, you need to contact me because I only check my emails at eight o'clock in the morning and then I do my job and don't check them until later in the evening or whatever. So uh, figure out what is your distraction and try to limit it. If procrastination is a concern of yours, try to follow the five minute rule. This is actually popularized by the Instagram founder, Kevin uh, Systrom. The rule means telling yourself you're only going to do five minutes of work on a project. In most cases, that's enough to get you motivated. Uh, so maybe try the five minutes and then it turns into your 25 minutes of work that you need to do. To get ahead at college and in work, set goals for yourself. 
do you have a short-term, uh, medium-term, or long-term goal? Uh, short-term is going to be one year or less. Medium-term is the next five years, and long-term is over five years. So think about your goals and set those goals, and then reevaluate your goals. You know, your long-term goal may change. So think about that as you're looking at college and getting out of college and going to work, or maybe just getting out of high school and going to work. Um, it may change. I know Pam just talked about how she decided to go back to college, right? You mentioned you had started in work. And um, so your your goals changed over the time period, right? So they did. Um, yeah. What I thought I wanted to do, I decided that's not what I wanted to do. And so I went back and um, and went to college so that I could do what I, you know, want the, or the career I wanted, but you know, things that situations in my life changed over the years too. Um, I had a family and I've, and some priorities changed and that's okay. Um, to change career paths in the middle of your life. If that's, if that's what's going to make you want to get up and go to work every morning, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I know that um, I absolutely love my job and am so glad, even though it was difficult um, doing it later in life while I had a family, um, but going back and making it possible to make that career change, um, just know it's okay to do it and it can be a positive thing. Yes, for sure. I know I am. went into high went from high school to college thinking I was going to be a uh, going to uh, radiology and uh, quickly realized science is not necessarily my area of expertise and it's something you kind of need for radiology and so my short-term goal changed and that kind of changed all my goals and uh, went into family and consumer science and uh, didn't even plan to be with extension even though my family's in extension so I've, I've known about it my whole life but uh It just kind of worked out that way. And so, uh, and now my goals have changed. What I want to do as I get older too. So uh, just definitely set goals for yourself, but reevaluate those goals. It's okay to change them if you have to. And then last thing is just keep to a routine. Uh, We are what we repeatedly do. The best way to get ahead in school and on the job is to stay healthy. And that means getting the sleep that you need and, Thinking about work-life balance, I know that's something we hear about a lot, but it's really important uh, to have that balance. Uh, this could be the same with college. College has a lot that you're juggling, um, and it in a way prepares you for working. Is you know you're juggling finals and multiple jobs, getting social, you know, getting that social aspect and work and, you know, not having money and all that. There's so many different things that you have to deal with in college too, as, as well as with work, starting out um, and trying to figure out how to be successful in your job. So we definitely feel for those getting started and Pam, you had something. I just wanted to go right along with, you know, you were talking about keeping a routine and the best way to get ahead in school and on the job is to stay healthy. Um, and that means getting enough sleep that you need. I know, especially whenever you're you're in college, having to study for those finals and things like Rachel said, sometimes we don't take care of ourselves. But I can attest to just, you know, having a family and 
um, kids take, running here and there and don't having, you know, having work to take, keep up with and things at home, you know, it can become overwhelming. And I feel like I don't always get enough sleep, but even, to, you know, yesterday, my family took a, a little time to relax and I got extra sleep. And today I feel so refreshed and I can definitely see the difference in how I am approaching things at work, because I'll tell you, no one likes you to be cranky at work, at school, you know, um, you deserve the best you and so do your coworkers. Yes, and those all-nighters, while they may seem tempting, they do not always work. Uh, and maybe maybe some of you it's worked for, and uh, good for you, but uh, I have found it doesn't always work out for me. Uh, and so it's very important to uh, set your time, you know, schedule time wisely, think about what tests you have coming up, and don't try to wait till the last minute to study all night or whatever. Um, as someone who has tried it and it didn't work, just take it for me to do do something different. And um, we just hope these tips have helped you. Uh, you know, so when you're starting that uh, new job or you're starting college, take time to get social, be engaged, and plan your time wisely. Uh, we just want to say thank you for joining us uh, for our first episode of grown up you uh, we have many more episodes to come uh, that we hope you'll enjoy i know we have some on uh you know getting your utilities and stuff straight for your apartment to uh, i think the next one is how to just establish yourself in a new place um getting along with co-workers and roommates i'm intrigued to see on that one how that works because you know me and pam have to work to get along not explain we, we get along <laughs> great get along great so uh you know budgeting your fast for refund and a whole bunch of other topics that we have coming up so be sure to join us uh for the grown up you podcast you can follow us and on social media follow us on whatever you listen to your podcast on to keep up to date on new episodes and once again, thank you for joining us and share with us at hashtag grown up you what you have tips for going back to school or starting work. For more information about this or any Grown Up You podcast, or to learn more about Grown Up You educational opportunities, visit our website at uaex.uada.edu slash life skills and wellness slash grown up. Be sure and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at UADA Grown Up You Podcast. The Grown Up You Podcast series is brought to you through the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture Cooperative Extension Service.